Hey Siri, give me H-Town soccer. Talking all things Houston Dynamo FC. This is the official Dynamo Theory Podcast. We are Forever Orange. What up, H-Town? Welcome to another episode of the official Dynamo Theory Podcast. My name is Rui Segura. Today, we are joined by Manny Olivares. What's up, Manny? I'm good. Hey, how's it going, everyone? And Christian Putalias, the legendary. What's up, man? Manny? What's up, dog? I know. Uh... <laughs> I'll, I'll leave. I'll leave the comments for later. Yeah. <laughs> but I was gonna. I was gonna come in strong, but now nah, we'll we'll leave it for later. What's up, everybody? Hope, hope everybody's doing good. We're hoping to have a round table type of discussion today, but we have uh, the boss Dustin. He couldn't make it, and then Rodrigo actually got COVID, which is kind of man. It's like two years too late, man. Don't you guys think? I mean. <laughs> He he's been uh, vaccinated and has all the rabies shots, and he still got it apparently. But, <laughs> the rabies. <laughs> but hopefully he doesn't get that. What what do you call it? That monkey pox. Monkey pox. The monkey pox. Bro, that looks pretty awful. If you get that, it looks pretty pretty. It, lo- it looks like it looks like ronchas, right? Like well, yeah, it's it's it just you know just uh, it kind of looks uh, like rash. chicken pox, but like even worse, right? Like, exactly. Basically. Monkey pox. <laughs> Well, it looks terrible, yeah, but anyways, y'all, y'all stay out there safe, man. Try to yeah. try to not catch any type of. <laughs> I was gonna say it's look, it's all from animals, <laughs> right? So basically, like the bird flu, the monkey flu, everything, man. Basically, don't go to the zoo. Yeah, yeah, um, and I love just the zoo in case. Too. Yeah, I love the zoo. Dude, too, imagine when we start getting like tiger, like the tiger flu, or like. Ampox, <laughs> man, we're dead. Like it might be, it might be like the the Chinese calendar. You know how I don't know if you guys ever watched as a kid. Uh, the damn, one with that show? Well, yes, that I was, love that. Yeah, that was, that was a, a great, great show. show. I saw a picture. I think might be too young. Yeah, I saw I saw it recently, and I was like, oh my god, I remember that show. I can't. It's something Zodiac or something. I I don't remember. Uh, but it was a great show. Anyways. Yep. We're here to talk about the Dynamo. Honestly, there's not a lot to talk about the Dynamo because it seems like everybody's in pain. Uh, we took, since the last time we talked, we basically kind of ran through how Philadelphia was most likely going to beat us. Pretty bad, you know, 3-0, 3-1. I think none of us expected to get whoops 6-0. And, uh, I guess it was the most historic, you know, worst loss in Dynamo history, which is kind of, aren't you guys glad we were alive to see that? I mean, it could get worse, you know, there's always a 7-0 that is possible in soccer and there's still definitely plenty of, plenty of matches to play, um, this season. So who never knows, man, it can happen again this season, but guys don't want to talk too much about this loss per se. Um, we didn't know that. Uh, um, there's a penalty call there pretty early on that was taken away by VAR, which is, I think, a good call. And then we were close to their box, and they counter, and it was a goal, which kind of we're used to it already, right, guys? I mean, transition goals. That's what transition that's what that... uh, uh, what this face said. Nagamura said, "Oh, they're really good in transition, so we have to make sure we cover that." Yeah, six goal later, <laughs> here we are, and. 
Yeah, and we and we can get a little bit on detail on that one, but man, transition wise, you know, you need uh your defenders, and when I'm talking about defenders, not your backs, because you know between Lundy and Seca they go up a lot, but man, we are t- like the two guys starting Stedes and Tim Parker are just so slow to cover the the space and transition, and and it hurts us. But anyways, the party got started with 1-0, and then sure enough, Steve Clark gets hurt, which we definitely, you know, you guys get on the uh, on the pregame conference tomorrow, definitely ask about Clark, see if he's going to play or not, because Nelson came in and he ate only five goals, so the scoreline being 6-0 was pretty bad. But Christian, before we jump to anything else, man, you want your thoughts on, on this match this beautiful match. Can you show you want me to go first? Ah, yeah, go, man, go, go for first, it. Man. We'll rip the band-aid. <laughs> we'll go with you, and then, Manny, we'll get your thoughts. Well, my first thought off the bat, uh, I just want to say, even though this is historic to the Dynamo, this is not, like, a historic loss. Like, you know, and, and if you look at soccer, you know, if you look at world football, 6-0, it's a bad loss. I'm not going to lie. But then when you start putting in all the components of, of everything that was involved in this match, you know, the opponent, where you were playing, how your squad looks, who your coach is, literally every single thing that you, like, break down this, like, we should have lost more, honestly. Yeah. We should have lost more. And I think, and yeah, and I guess I'll get into it. But I know that people on Twitter were, like, tripping and, you know, oh, my God, this is the worst ever. And and yes, it was. But like in my time of watching soccer, I've seen worse. And and when people ex- like some some just score lines are not to be like it's hey, Im- like it's just relax. Like you know, imagine that- if it was that Nigerian ninety four to one goal. Exactly. Woo! You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I've seen some other stuff. Like for example, you know, like some examples that come to mind. I've seen like. Boca beat San Lorenzo, which is a rivalry, you know, beat them 7-1. I've seen, you know, Estudiantes de la Plata beat Gimnasia de la Plata 7-1 until this day. That was like early 2000s. Until this day, the Estudiante people, whenever they play uh, Gimnasia, they actually have flags that have the number seven on them because, you know, it was a legendary moment. But like because of the context, because they're rivals, because they play in the same city, because you know they're they're like you know one thing is losing to like mm-hmm. I wouldn't I think for me for example it's worse to lose four zero to Austin or to Dallas than to lose seven to or easier to a Philadelphia that I don't care anything about and like I said taking account everything that goes into this match you know we were playing in Philadelphia away who hasn't lost this year at all at home. Number one in the East, a fucking great team, like top to bottom, like top to bottom depth and, and like eight, like they have youth, they have depth, they have everything that you want from like an MLS team. And then on the other side, like literally on the other side, you have a Dynamo team that gets no respect in their own city. They like not even... Uh, like channels on like your local channels give them nothing at all um nobody on the radio speaks about them sports radio don't talk about the dynamo so they get they get no respect from the city they get no respect from the mls 
they have been they haven't been getting respect from owners and in front office for the past eight years. And this is the first year that we actually see people care about this team and actually have emotion for this team. You know, like you see coaches, you know, when we lose a game, you actually we don't hear what Nagamura tells the players, but you know that Nagamura is cousin them off, you know, in the locker room because it takes a whole hour for us to speak to Nagamura after the match, which, you know, previous two years, we could have lost a thousand to one. And, you know, we would have talked to Tab Ramos the five minutes after the game because he would just let the guys go home and think about it themselves. You know, Nagamura is talking to the players. He's weeding out players. That, you know, we just had some news of a player going out. And he's building a team. There is no team. There's no chemistry. There's there's nothing there. The fact that, you know, I always tell people this, the fact that we rotate our center backs, it's like that is a clue number one that a team is not a team. When you rotate the two positions that should be your main, like, non-rotating positions. And for me, for example... The two center backs are the the like not the lifeline, but like they are your backbone, basically. You know, they're in front of your your goalkeeper and they guide the defense, they start the defense, they hold the defense down. And if you don't have two definite, like two definite center backs that you trust and you can actually put your money on, which we are putting our money on, but I don't think we're getting our return on investment, honestly. But the fact that, you know, we actually, as fans, question the fact that maybe we should put Barlow in, a guy that has played less than a year as a professional. But we trust him more than, you know, the people that are getting paid, you know, in the top five, you know, center back salaries in the league. You know, it's just it's just a bunch of shit. But I could keep going, keep going. But I don't. Yeah, know before to, so, you yeah, continue the rant, sorry. You know, we do have Manny. He's he joined us as well. My I bad. Mean, <laughs> he's been kind of quiet for like ten minutes now. But hey, Manny, one thing that that uh, that um, Christian did touch on, you know, the uh, losing against a rival, right? I mean, even back in, uh, I, I had to look up the the year because I couldn't find it. But we beat Dallas five zero back in twenty sixteen. And here's the kicker. Even after that really bad loss, right, you know, to your rival, Dallas, still went up and ended up getting the uh, supporter shield and making it pretty far into the playoffs. So, you know, sometimes you those are just bad days in the office, right? I mean, we all have them. Uh, but, yeah, man, your thoughts on, on this match against Philly and, and anything else you want to add? You know, the other one, the other one, that, the other match I was thinking about rivals, you know, that close to me, I think, when I was young, uh, 2011. When Arsenal faced uh, Ben U, the A two, on opening day, on opening, day, oof! I remember that was like that was that was horrible. I was like that's a bad way to start your season, regardless. And so, you know, I think I think this loss comes in a crucial point of most fans. I think, in, in my perspective, if you think about what we have done in the transfer window, you know, we have. You know, signing, you know, just Kionis and Achach, Pat says he's a summer signing, you know, you know, and uh, results aren't coming our way. Little by little, we're, even though we're mathematically just six points of playoffs, I think just the recent performance and how we're not either creating goals or kicking goals out of the net, you know, we're in that frustrating, like, okay, like, what was the team now? You know, you have pundits, you have pundits like, you know, football America is just like 
roasting on, uh, you know, Achiache, roasting on Dynamo. See, look, there's a small club, you know, but it's, it's, it's kind of hard to swallow because, you know, it's like, and one, and one, in one game, literally, I could say that in this one game sums up Dynamo's whole season so far, just on attacking midfield and defense. Just the whole season, if you saw that game, that's how Dynamo played throughout the whole season. And some games were lucky to get points, the wins. It's just, and it's how it is. And it's, and it's like, but it's like what Christian says, it's like a process. Process, we, we've been under bad ownership, bad team management for so many years that we want our team to play, to do more, to play better. But it's just right now, they're so, like the Christian say, you know, we're still not a team yet because we're still figuring out our ways. We're still getting the fundamentals in and grow on that. But I think we just want to get on the top of the end of the, the finish the finish line, but we haven't started off the right foot yet. Yeah, and I mean, just talking about, you know, goleadas, you know, bad. I mean, Germany, man. Remember Germany beat Brazil in Brazil yeah. in their World Cup 7-1. I mean... It could be much worse for sure, but we understand. I mean, the feeling, it, it's not a good, you know, just looking back, I think I was talking to uh, uh, Finister from the Houston Dynapod, basically mentioning the fact that that a lot of people expected for Achacha to get here and the team was going to start doing, you know, do better because they were in decent spot in the table. But then you look at the teams that they've faced and they're not easy teams by any means. And we know this is the, you know, teams start getting hot towards the end of the season, right? Like that's kind of where you separate like your good teams and your bad teams. And we're a bad team. You know, we played a lot of home games and we lost a lot of points as well at home, but somehow we're still in a position that relatively looked whenever he arrived that we were going to, you know, go into those playoff spots. We're only six points away. There's still 11 matches left. But if you look at the schedule, it's not a good schedule. You know, we're playing top teams and we're playing them multiple times. So it's not going to get any prettier than that. Christian, you want to add something else before I move it to a different topic? No, no. Yeah, just kind of moving into a different topic. I just wanted to kind of get in, maybe talk about what were the expectations of of you, or what, you know, since you two are the only ones here, but... Talk about maybe like what were the expectation expectations of you for this team coming up? Like even even after like let's just say we knew Achacha was gonna be in this team from the beginning. Do you think that would have made a difference? Well, I think it would have made a difference for sure. But um like you coming in into the season, what were your expectations of this team? Like what were you you know, because I know, like, for example, you know, we, we gave our predictions or whatever, right? But tell me about, can can we talk about that? Can I hijack it for a second? Can we talk about that? Yeah, and because of that, I'll let Manny, this is this is your floor, man, because mine's kind of, I'll get into mine. But we'll get you thoughts first. I think, I think, I think my expectation this season was a little bit more optimistic, just a little bit, because, you know, It'll be the first full season of our new owner, you know, Tetsigo. A first full season of Pat Onstead, you know, who has a record, who has, uh, you know, and Columbus crew, who has knows the club in and out. Uh, 
uh, you know, he brought his boys in, you know, like Asher, you know, who he has worked with in Columbus. So coming in, I thought, you know, you know, like any process, you know, I thought, you know, it's going to be a little bit better. But, you know, I thought maybe just hitting maybe the eighth, you know, to the last place of playoffs or be, be near playoffs. That for me, even though I think that would be enough, people will say, oh, okay, that's really negative. But if you're coming from the last place to there, I see that's a huge jump. Because yeah. if you think about it, every club is always growing. We're not the only ones. Time didn't freeze. We're not the only ones, you know, investing. You know, everyone does invest every year. Everyone trying to make their squad better. But, you know, it's little by little. And if that, if we hit that, you know, for me, that's better to be in last place. That's, you know, our team's getting better. But uh, as it's going right now, we might, we might stay, we might be closer to the little end of the table than that, but you know, just try to try and be positive here. Yeah, I think uh, from like you, you mentioned the fact that we did this in the beginning of the season, right? And I think the expectation for me was that it was that we were going to be probably competitive just because of the things Manny mentioned. You know, you have a whole year of the new owner. You have a new year of Pat. But the only thing that was missing if we did not have a full year of um, Nagamura, right? He gets here pretty much with the offseason um, moves already kind of happened. Uh, on, we only basically add, um, we added Ferreira, we added Seca, but everybody else uh, got in here after the fact, you know, whether it be Tiago that we know he's on his way out, he didn't provide anything for the team, and then obviously Ache Ache. But for you to have a uh, a system that can work and you need your players, the players that you kind of need to fit your system and I, you know, we knew that there was going to be a lot of roster changes coming up. And I mean, we'll get into, you know, some of the transfer uh, rumors that we're hearing, but it's not going to happen to the offseason coming up. Right. I mean, playoffs or not come December, we're going to have a lot of players out no matter what. So this is kind of when changes should be made. Is it embarrassing to lose 6-0 when things were looking better throughout the season? Yes. But, you know, you can't get too trigger happy and try to fire the coach. That's that's my opinion. Because you have to get, you know, something going, you know. One thing that I hate about Liga MX, and I maybe one of the reasons why I stopped watching it, because my team, Chivas, you know, is one of those mm. powerhouses, right? Powerhouse team in Liga MX. Not anymore. They used to be. Yeah. Yeah. In quotations for sure. <laughs> so, but, but the reason why they did bad business as well, because they would just, you know, if it didn't work out or they lost two, three matches straight, they just fire the coach and start over. And you never get anywhere with that, you know, and that, and it still happens with the bigger teams <laughs> in, in Liga MX. But how many times has it really happened in Europe? You know, I mean, there's, there's teams that, you know, if you're going to reference Arsenal, you know, you have a. Uh, I'm blanking on the guy's co- the name. You know, and Mikel Arteta. Well, <laughs> even him, but I was thinking the guy before uh, the the guy that had been uh, Unai Emery before that. Jesus Christ, Ooh, the French guy, back. man! Come on, the oh, old uh, French guy, Arsene Wenger. Yeah, there you go. But and even man, you right? You you have teams that have a coach for twenty something years through the up and downs and they let them you know kind of work out those those wrinkles till it kind of works out so 
if you don't have that consistency, then you won't get any better. And that's really who we face. Philadelphia Union, it's exactly that. You know, they've given a rookie coach that came in just the opportunity to kind of blossom into like a top tier coach in the league. Yeah, and Philly is just in a different level altogether, apart from like the team playing well. But you know, their academy's doing well, they're selling players. So, anyway, that's kind of like my two cents on that. But, uh, I'll, I'll change it up to the transfers, transfer rumors coming up. So, we obviously already, it's for sure that we got Nelson Quiones, the uh, young Colombian who is still waiting, I guess, a visa to to come in and we don't know if he's going to be a part of Dynamo Dos or not, just because of the flexibility that we lack, to be honest, uh, in international spots. But it seems that Tyler Pasher is on his way out. So if Tyler Pasher moves, that opens up a spot right on that wing. So I can't remember if he holds an international spot. I or was not. just and, about to ask you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think he does. But I'm not sure because he's been playing in the USL for quite a while. Man, he's so, on the Googles right now. Yeah. I was trying to remember because we were we were talking about just the fact of Quinones, right, coming in. And if there's a rule that apparently internationals can move towards mm-hmm. the dose, then uh, then it opens up an international spot on the first team. But, I, yeah, Pastor – well, you know what? He won't because he, he's Canadian. So, duh. Yeah, being that he's Canadian, you know, MLS and Canadians and Americans, they're not considered international, so. Sons of guns. So, anyway, so, but it opens up, again, a position for maybe Canunas to go into the bench and, you know, make his first team appearance. But, guys, I'll start with you, Christian. You know, your thoughts on this, you know, possibility of, of Tyler Pasher leaving? I'm fine with it. I mean, I think Pasher gave us – uh, what four to five good moments, and that was about it. I mean, he he as he faded as quick as he rose to like stardom, and he seems like a nice kid, and you know everything that comes along with him, and he seemed like you know he had like a bright future, and you know he he had like something that he could have maybe offered to his team, but you know he just started dimming, and his light just. And, and just kept fading away and then fading away and now he's probably in the same you know fading process of Baird I mean honestly for me Baird and Pasha are kind of afterthoughts honestly when, whenever I see the bench and like I gloss I gloss what's the word I gla no like como me los paso por encima <laughs> you glance over I, I glance over them. Yeah, I don't really pay attention to to fair to fair to pair to, to with the Basher and Bear. There you go. I was combining them too. That's a good combination, man. Uh, they still uh, probably so... wouldn't score many goals. <laughs> That's funny, but it's also true. But uh, but yeah, like I, like those two people, I I just don't think about them. Like I think they're just unfortunately, you know, they're just kind of wasting. I said it earlier and, and it sounded kind of bad, but, you know, it's just like, you know, we have a couple bodies in our more than a couple bodies in our roster that could, you know, that should maybe leave and, you know, just make some space for. And honestly, I don't even know because I'm not in training. Right. But but like you're just it doesn't I mean, 
how can you be losing six zero and you know Quintero is the the first option in like minute eighty? You know, I think also Nagamura also makes some mistakes, but like you know, they come in and they they really don't you know it's rare that then they they do something and that's the thing like if you think about Pasha's moments, a few of them not, like half of those moments were created by him. And then half of the other moments were just chances that he had and he scored. Uh, I think we gave him a lot more credit than he deserved, in my personal opinion. Because I, I, I like the one that comes to my mind is the one that you know uh, Memo forces like the turnover and he gives him a pass one on one with the goalkeeper and he had to finish. I, I, I agree. You still have to finish those, but you know he just literally walked in into the game. It was fresh, and he had all the speed. And he can finish those, and he scored a couple of bangers. But like, other than that, you know, he he took a nice trip to uh to Dallas, I think, with the national team, and the boy just kind of faded away, man. He he had a good chance, and I, I wish him the best. But you know, I think his his stay with the Dynamo. I'd rather see, I'd rather see what Quinones has, to be honest. You know, just like a just I guess something new to excite me. You know, Pasha was exciting in the beginning, and he faded away. And if we're just, I mean, if we're just going to be a team of rotating wingers just for six months of excitement, I'm down with that. You know, <laughs> just well, give me a good six months. And, and then if you want to go, you can go ahead and go. But be, that's fine. You before go. you say faded away like 10 times for the 10th time, I'm going to move. But no, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm with you, dude, in the sense of Pasture brought something that we didn't expect, right? When they got him from the USL, from Indy 11. Everybody was like, oh, he's a good player, but we didn't know if it was going to translate. In the very in the beginning, you know, the guy was doing very well. And the sad part, he was hit with injuries, you know. And so even with the injuries, he looked like he was getting better. And then injuries just, again, it was just that injury, prone to injuries kept hurting him. And, uh, and, yeah, I mean, if he's leaving, I think it's somebody that no matter what was probably well, it was I think he was out of contract and he was not going to be back. So if they're getting something for him, great. And I'll let Manny, you know, give your two cents on him and and uh, you know maybe your thoughts of when, where he may be going, Manny. Yeah, so it, it, you know, I think my two thoughts, you know, uh, he's quick. When he wants to, and exciting. <laughs> when he wants to, I think it because because not because he does have it in his locker, but it's just it's not constant consistent enough. And when it's consistent, and when it, he does show up, I notice is that either Dynamo is like winning, or just need that extra goal to just wrap up yeah, the secure right. secure right. win. You know, and, and it's not it's not to be not to put shame on him because like. If he does that on a game that we need like a win, sadly he doesn't show up, and it's and it's not it's not because I don't know if it's if it's his mental attitude, the ways that what the coach is telling him that he doesn't like to hear, you know, it's something that he, as a professional, you know, if you have that in your locker, and you know that your team needs it, show it more often. That's that's my only. That's you know that's not a criticism, but it's just something plain fact because you're playing for a team. Not for yourself, and so sadly, it's it's hard, you know, because people like him, even though he's he's the most quiet person on the team. 
but people like him. Yeah, <laughs> right. I think he's the he's the guy that seems to like hate like that fan interaction type. You know what I mean? Like, like he's the quiet guy. Like you know, kind of stay to himself. But yeah. I agree, man. He's a likable guy. Uh, he provided a lot when he did sometimes, and that's when we were like, is he a super sub? Like, should he we he get more minutes? It's just like you never really fit in, so it's difficult to kind of continue that. Also, a super sub should never be a good thing. I mean, no, it, 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 super it, subs it, are awesome. Are you kidding? No, no yeah, but, uh, yes, but as a player, it's so disrespectful. Well, like, yeah, but like you shouldn't be you that sh- that you shouldn't be proud of being a super sub. You shouldn't and, be. And what, what, like, was that the player <laughs> no. from Liverpool, Devok Origi? Yeah, super, exactly. Super, That's a super dude, bro. He won the Champions League, like with that. Hey, hey, hey! Just know, I don't know. I don't know how Rudy's going to take it, but Chicharito when he was in Chicharito was a super sub. Yeah, Davis was a super sub. Yeah, but yeah. no, like, but just think about like. Yeah, yeah. How, I mean, you're not. Think I know about what you mean. how as a player, you as a player don't yes. want to be that. But sometimes you're. That's it, the, I think the, it, I think that's conforming to being mediocre. I don't know about that, but I mean, sometimes like if you, I don't hey, like it. Don't well, like and it. that's what I'm saying. I mean, obviously, like <laughs> if if you're a player, you want to play 90 minutes. But if like, you're only good for 15 minutes and you can score, why not? I don't. I don't want you. But no, no. Hey. I need no, no, no. Because no. I think <laughs> we need to do, like have dif- differentiate. If that's a word. Between having a sub that's going to change a game, which is maybe to a lot of people, it's the same thing. I love money. Watch this. Watch it. Like he, as he talks, he kind of (laughs) realizes that he's like, "Oh, my thought doesn't make sense." Because no, it it makes complete (laughs) sense to me. It does because to to some people, a super sub and a person that makes change are could be the same thing. I guess because in definition, they do the same thing, but. When you have a person that can literally change your whole game and make it better than just have a guy that maybe can give you fifteen, maybe not. It, it's not. It's not reliable. It's not reliable to pay a guy a whole salary and he's only going to give you a strong fifteen. Right, no. but but yeah. that's like the super sub mentality because it's like you and, know, which that... is terrible. We should eliminate that from soccer. We don't need. We don't yeah. need super subs. But, we need but... substitutions that are equally as strong. As a guy that could play ninety minutes, yeah. like I, like for example, I don't think Seren is a super sub. No, but I he's think not a super sub. But I think Seren is. He can play ninety better. minutes. Exactly. I'd rather be a Seren my whole life than be. Why? Best. But like that's the thing. You're you're playing the same players though. No, I, I like it's, it's different though. Exactly. Who would you rather be? I can't the, believe we're spending time on talking no, about it. Because, because I think it's important because I think by All right, that, that's a, gonna be a poll. That's gonna be a poll yeah, for yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's because do that. Because I'm I'm telling you this. Like you is it as a player, do you wanna beat that? Hell no. Are you're not gonna get paid a lot of money, obviously. But why would as a fan, why would you want a, a bench full of super subs? No, because that that means that they're changing the game. If you're losing two zero no. and you throw in a super sub you know he's gonna get a goal or two. I told mediocre. If you throw super, in, super, okay, wait, super, wait, wait, wait. super subs question. only appear every once in a while. But that's one. Of, but that's one player. We're talking about Tyler Pasher. We're not talking Corey Bear is not gonna come in and and okay. be disruptive. Exactly. So you is so, not gonna come in. And, okay. And be disruptive. So so what you're saying right now, what you guys are saying right now, is that we should keep Tyler Pasher. No. 
No. You, but you say you like super subs. <laughs> You're that, contradicting yourself. No, no, we didn't. But see, like, I, I can sit here and say that I want Darwin set under my team. Yeah. And and I, I back that up. Okay, see, you're missing the the thing. I said, was he a super sub or not? That's what we said. Because you come in and he was scoring. I'm not saying he was a super super sub. It's like we thought that was his role. But then it's like, hey, okay, he's getting minutes. Let's give him the starting position. And he was terrible at it. And so it was back to the bench, coming into the bench and scoring, Manny. Yeah, and so, and that's, like, like Christian says, you know, you know, you know, like he's he's not a player that comes in and then the whole t- the whole team drastically change, you know the way they're playing to get more chances. Yeah. It's like he he comes in and he will have a good shot and goal and he might score. You know it, it you know a, a team needs you know a team is made of components. Right. Team you know you depending on the game you rec- you. You're, yeah, you need the closers. You need, you need, you know. Sometimes you. It's different. It's different because those are role players. They have a definite role that they play. When his role, a closer, the, closes, the role period. of the super sub. A super, can no, work. a super, no, a super sub is not no. a thing. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna put right. it up in a poll, man. I'm telling you, uh, everybody that listens to these episodes, please. No, I, I think let us know some people, some people understand me. If the super, I mean, I understand what you're saying for sure. But... I, yeah. Yeah, but the question is the question for you guys is: Would you rather would you rather have a Darwin Seren on your squad or a Tyler Pasher on uh, your squad? I'll take a Darwin Seren. Uh, I take I take Seren Dino, man. Yeah, I mean and, the, the, and it's different. The, the guy practices we, as well. He pushes the team, and of course. But right. I'm just saying, like you know, sometimes you just need that player that can come in within yeah. 10 minutes, score a goal, or provide something. That's that, what a you know who that is. You know who that is? Cardona. Cardona. Oh, Cardona. okay. We'll get to that. No, that no. That's Cardona. He's a super hey, Rudy, Rudy, I you thought know? you were going to say, I thought you say a player that comes in 10 minutes and gets a yellow. Like, that's it in right there. <laughs> that's it in. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the thing about Seren. Seren is a walking yellow card. But, oh, but like, man, for me, for, but like the, the, and, and that's good because he, like, talk about, you know, a player that changes the game because when he does, it, it, the the the, mid, the battle in the midfield gets more ruthless because he starts gains in the tackles and players in the opposite teams like oh I need to chill or get away from this guy yeah. because and, and it changes the game you know uh, other than Ache Ache you know like you have two people marking him because he will make a key pass he will make uh, open the midfielder you know two different players two different different uh different style of play but two benefit the, the team in different ways. That's what I'm saying. They're just different roles. Like <laughs> if you're if you're losing, or I mean, sorry, if you're winning, sometimes you have to bring another defensive midfielder or a defender because you're it's a closer. You're trying to protect something, and but that's that a, person is not a super sub though. No, it's not. That's not a super sub. Exactly. But I'm exactly. saying the super sub is good... somebody they can come in and like <laughs> you give them 15 minutes and you know chances are high he's gonna score. That's to me a super sub. And like he, money hit it on the dot by saying like already. That's a wait. Um, and 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 like and that's why and and this is why kind of to close it down. Sure. The reason the reason you need a super sub is because your team sucks yeah. and you need somebody to come in and close it down for you because you don't have quality enough in the field with the players. Substitutions should be to to like extract strengthen your team. And we're all debating to... today, and I kind of like it. <laughs> I don't I don't yeah, even agree with this. that statement because. So your team can still be a good team, but it needs the push. So that's why a super sub comes in. 
No, that doesn't mean won't. that they suck, man. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yes, because it's super sub. You're you're looking for a person to close it down, like to a person to to like Tyler Pasher to hopefully score a goal and tie up the the game. Super sub. But if you put exactly, which means that your team sucks because you're always under. That doesn't mean fact, always. I mean, well, I mean that's the only reason why we'll you keep away from this. Seven. But I'm telling you, that pool's going up there. But okay, right, you bring up you bring up uh, the other transfer. You know, we had Tomas, what's his name, Posi, Poso, 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 Tomas Poso that from uh, Racing Club that was Independiente, no, Independiente, the rival. You oh, okay, okay, got yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You saved your life. Yeah. What is their thing? They're rojos, but they're what's their nickname? The Diablos. The Diablos. Yeah. But they so, didn't even go by. Obviously, Tomas Pozo would have been, uh, you know, it was a rumor that he got an offer, which sounds very difficult for the, how much they, or how much, how little they offered for that. Yeah. Um, Houston Dynamo trying to take advantage of like crazy stuff happening to the club right now as they're trying to get their <laughs> own front office people fired and, and introduce some new ones. But, like unlikely that it will happen. Um, but whenever you're listening to this, there may be some transfer news, whether it be that Patcher is leaving, whether it be that miraculously we land Pozo, or the one that you mentioned, you know, Edwin Cardona from Racing Club. That yeah. he's a guy that personally I've seen play on Liga MX. You know, he played with the Rayados for a while. I kept thinking of another guy named Rifle. Jimenez, I think he played with <laughs> with athletic, and they kind of look similar. They kind of, and they're both Colombian too. And uh, but this guy is one of those that he he is he has that talent. He is a little, you know, definitely an attacker player. He can provide some stuff, but he's very lazy and defending. He's very hot headed. He's definitely a guy that I don't know if he necessarily would fit our system. However. That mentality, though, is something that we lack big time, man. There's nobody out there kind of fighting, you know, for the shirt. And so do I want him as a player? No. But do we need somebody like him, you know, a younger version? Why not? You know, uh, Manny, what are your thoughts on that? Um, Cardona, uh, you know, I don't remember his time in and uh, like Rachelos, uh, but I seen him a lot because uh, like Christian, I am a Boca fan, so I see him a lot in Boca. I didn't really like what I saw in in Boca, uh, but for some reason, he reminds me of Gareth Bell. Doesn't do well for club, but when it comes to for La Selección Colombiana, bro, he starts. He starts like he's a new. He's he's something else. Maybe it's just the pride of wearing the jersey, their national jersey. Gets him, gets him a second gear. But other than that, I mean, who else we're going to take in this international window? In the, I mean, this transfer window. Because I don't know if there's anything else. Either you rely, the winger option is your Fafa, a 19 year old unproven MLS player, or a semi proven Rayados somewhat on his down slope in uh, in Argentina league. You know, you know, it's at this moment, you know, with Pasha leaving, I think, you know, in the formation that Nag- Nagamura is doing, we need we need that winger. You know, it could be Kionis, we have to might it feels kinda of bad for Kionis because we'll have to pressure on him more now since we're out of options. And so 
I kind of wish that maybe have another one like maybe Kionis. Um, I just I, like a light bulb just went to my head. Uh, I, I, I like I was like the both Colombian, yeah. the both coming to the same club, the both. I don't know the might the might the might you know Pat says like hey we won't try to be players and have a, have a system here have a home environment it won't be a bad idea having two Colombians come at the same time and be together in a new journey together but but I don't know yeah I mean, we had two Brazilians come in together and yeah. do a journey together and <laughs> hey, hey, and both I, may be leaving for sure one we know but. Zeka, who knows if they resign him, even and, though. And, and man, who are you going to resign? Zeka, out of three red box, you guys. Zeka, Dorsey, uh, Valentin, who you, who you resign? Bro, we've, we've talked about this, and I think probably Mati out of all of those guys. But the the one thing I was going to add about Cordon, I mean, obviously, he's had, we know that he, being that he had hard-headed and, and just hot-headed, both of them, he's basically both of them, but... uh. You know, he has in- incidents of whether it's fighting, whether it's yellow cards, whether it's red cards, whether it's that. And uh, one was it when they, I don't know if you guys remember that they played like, was it Japan or South Korea? And the dude Korea. was like doing the, the whole like <laughs> slanted eye thing. I mean, bro, that, that came down. I know for sure FIFA like gave him a pretty bad, um, what's I'm gonna call it? I don't know if it, well, punishment, but I don't know how, like if it was a fee that he had to pay or whatever. But it was just, in, you know, this, some guys, man, are just troublemakers, and that's exactly what he is. Yeah. You know, he's something that, and again, sh- there's some guys that you need to have the spark like that in a team, but not to the, his his way, you know. You need somebody that can go out there and, and be fiery, but you don't want him to be out there and get a red card right away either. Mm-hmm. And Christian, you saw him play with Boca, you know, a couple. He's been with Boca a couple times, I believe, right? Yeah, I'm. I'm like, yeah, I'm super familiar with him. And honestly, I mean, as much as he's talented and he has like some qualities to him, he's not. You know, a lot of people compared him to Riquelme, and you know, Riquelme is like my god. Um, and and you see like glimpses of like quality and the way that he sees the game and the way that he plays the game. I mean, I'm, you can't take you know, that away from him. He's talented. But everything that comes along with that, you're like, oh, man. If y'all thought I was critical with Darwin Quintero when he was with Tab Ramos because he wouldn't defend, this guy would be like oh, like times 10. Because, And then also, like, he's always, you know, not to uh, fat shame because we're all chunky ourselves, but he's always he's always been struggling with, like, weight, you know, for for a professional, you know, soccer player, for sure. You know, to to come to like a preseason like <laughs> overweight looking like me, like you know, maybe maybe you should you know dedicate yourself to to something else. That just shows you you know how he's serious he takes, and he's also he has become like a journeyman. You know, mm-hmm. like and those people that that are be you know that are journeymen, they're journeymen for a reason. You know, it maybe it could be talent. It could be their one-trick ponies. It could be their attitude. And this dude, literally, right now, Racing, you know, the Avesaneda in Argentina, they're literally fighting for the top of the league. And this guy was supposed to be their number 10, their big, you know, big-name signing in a way. And the dude rides the bench. And, and you know, he comes in as a, as a super sub. Uh, you guys would love to have him. 
but he doesn't really change the game. You know, they put him in to to hold the ball because he's very he's good at that. To hold the ball, to keep the ball, to waste time. You know, to to instigate, and that's just what he does, and he's good at it. So you know, they they found a use for him, but he's he's not a person that is going to be very dependable. Especially if you are the Houston Dynamo and you're actually trying to build something serious. This dude is going to be here a year tops and he's going to find a new home because he's not going to be here for the long time. The Dynamo are rebuilding. You're going to want guys that want to stay here at least two to three years. And this guy, he's going to be here half a year, a year tops, and he's going to move on to the next one. So that's the question. Do we want, and that's the thing, a lot of people are, and I don't want to start insulting people, but a lot of people are dumb on Twitter and, and other platforms and they want like, you know, <gasps> gratific- <gasps> gratification of results here and now and they ask for anything and they'll be happy to sign anything. But if you are, you know, a smart person and if you look into the, into the, you know, into the beyond, you know, you have to have a whole thing planned out. You know, you have to have like a five, literally a five year, uh, you know, plan where you want to take this club from from the bottom to the top i mean you know fc dallas didn't become fc dallas you know off the bat you know they they austin didn't become an austin well often yeah they did kind of you know <laughs> they it's funny because a lot of people they're like oh yeah but they have the same players and the same coach yeah but they also you know got a bunch of really good dps yeah, <laughs> you know like another one yeah, it's not, it's not that Austin, you know, just all of a sudden, you know, on year two became great because that's also, I think, is a story that some people are selling to other pe- to other people to keep them quiet, you know, and saying, you know, oh, no, Nagamura is going to do better his second year because he's going to have a year on his But I don't think so. If he has the same roster that he has right now, Austin, they didn't have a super mediocre uh, roster and then they just made it stronger, you know, and now look at where they at. Houston... They have a mediocre roster, and this offseason is going to, you know, speak a lot about, you know, what the direction of this club is going to be. Perfect. And Cardona think, is not. Perfect way to what I was going to say in the sense right, of, do, so obviously, you know, whenever you guys are listening to this uh, recording, it'd be Thursday and the deadline, it's Thursday, right? I think around 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, something mm-hmm. like that. But so we'll find out if any of this transfers do happen, whether it be, you know, uh, transfers going out like Pasher uh, uh, or coming in like Cardona. But my question to you guys before we kind of finish out the uh, the episode would be um, if they don't get anybody, is that okay with you guys? You know, if we, we can trade yeah. Pasher, but like if we don't get anybody. Yeah, it's, it's fine with me because it would be something rush and something that has nothing like been thought about. Yeah. Like HH, you can tell it's something that they planned and then right. they looked into. Quinones, maybe, I don't know. It depends how long Asher. It's a it's a it's a question that we could ask, you know, Asher, or maybe even tomorrow we could ask um what's his face? Nagamura, like ask him, you know, how long how long have you guys been tracking this kid? Yeah. You know, he's a young kid too. He's a like we have to look at it to Brooklyn Reigns. Right. You know, Brooklyn Reigns is a long-term project. That's going to be already, a stud for us. In like, we already years. know the, the quality that he has as a 17-year-old, you know, 17, 18, however old he is. Yeah. But, like, you know, we still have to remember that he's still learning. He's still a kid. You know, there's so much to learn in soccer. And you learn every day, you know. There's different, you know, things that you catch on when you rub shoulders with 
professionals that you know veterans and and that's what and that's what it's going to make brooklyn next year coming into this first team on the daily this kid is going to bro like he's going to be i don't know if he's going to be a you good take comparison. brooklyn reigns or is it in because you have to make that decision in the yeah. offseason well well i don't know because i think i would keep them both if i could because brooklyn rain brooklyn he's still gonna need a whole year to kind of you know solidify himself as a player he's young he's 18 years old dude yeah like no. we can't just throw him in the fire you know hey 18 year olds start like at hey know, it's true clubs all the time. i was just i was gonna compare him to buzio yeah. You know, I see. I see a lot of similarities. Yeah, not maybe not maybe in the game, but like in the way that they're developing. Yeah, like Busio grew up real quick, yeah. and now he's a twenty-year-old. You know, trying to you know head a a promotion campaign. You know, which when is I think, huge for a twenty-year-old. Before I ask Manny the same question, but like compare Busio. Busio, I don't think he knows his plays yet. I think uh, he doesn't know if he's a ten, if he's yeah, a defensive midfielder. But I think we kind of know where Brooklyn Red Reigns would play. He's very good at that number six spot. Money, though, you. what about you, man? No transfers come in. Are you okay with that? Yeah, like like Christian said, you know, we're building a project, you know, anything rush. Whoa. whoa you know, we'll hinder my... Hinder <laughs> <and> my... Hinder <laughs> my belief in this project because... You know, if another rush signing comes in, then what is this project? You know, is this project rush as well? Yeah. You know, exactly. it would just it would just it would just cause more doubts than more confidence. But also, like, if if we lose Pasher, I would get like ridiculous gam money. I would get like six hundred, six hundred thousand gam money. I'll, I'll take that and say that for next year. Right. But uh, uh, probably not. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I don't not. know if we'll get that much, but. Maybe a two hundred from being they just they didn't they didn't uh was it RSO just get like paid two fifty for like for yeah. Mus- Musowski man yeah. man Danny for Danny bro that's a steal huh yeah. man if if we had made this passion move earlier and got and got from LAFC Musiaki ooh I'll be happy I'll be like oh right, is this 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 is this something like that yeah go ahead Christian you I guess something? I'm saying I just want to remind everybody that. Even if you don't like it, the Dynamo's a small club. So we are like a fucking I don't know, I can't I was trying to compare it to something in the in the Premier League, but it's gonna be it's kinda harsh because those teams have like We're in Everton, you know, bro. They have they have history. We could have right? relegated. I was gonna say Leeds, but like they have history, you know, and, well, and we don't have history. Well they have go. some history. This is perfect. I think I there was uh I think we already um, some people did answer on Instagram. Manny put, I'm only here for the dash, which is pretty yeah. funny about the season. Uh, there what was, was a question. What was the question? The qu- okay, sorry. The question was just plan to, rec- uh, how are you feeling about the Dynamo? Or, yeah, how are you feeling, Houston Dynamo fans? So Manny's out. He's going to just be a dash, uh, follower for the rest of the season. <laughs> and we have Chris Flores saying, I'm here for the long run. Very, a very, very long run. Uh, so he understands the process. Uh, we got Moosey Pumosa. Uh, he says, feeling like most of the players, not all, are here to earn their paycheck and not win. Honestly, I kind of get that feeling, too. You don't really see any passion for the shirt. You know, I mean, paycheck, it's it's everyone's thing. But um, then we have Oscar saying uh, he feels that 
like we can give so much more. I mean, can we? I feel like we're very limited on the talent we have, so not sure. Rodrigo, man, he he's not here, but I guess he did mention something. That's what it reminded me of. Check this. But he put, um, if relegation was implemented, would that affect current process and direction of the front office? Oh, yeah. I That's think sure. it should, right? We'll, I mean, man, we'll be we'll be a third tier football. I'm like, yeah. oh my Yes, we're a small club, guys. We're a yeah. small club. And I'm sorry, then, but uh, we are. I mean, imagine, dude, if there was relegation and Matt Jordan was our front office people, we would have we would have been oh, relegated that, twice, man. We were no, playing. He he wouldn't he wouldn't have lasted that long. That's true. We would have been in League One. Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> man, we're been You you yeah, USL League One. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, last one was uh, Scott. He put, same as always, disappointed about the present, foolishly optimistic for the future. I don't know if I'm foolishly optimistic for the future. You have to be. I think the future, though, looks way brighter than it it did like a couple years back. So, again, we have to see it as like we know there's a plan and a process to this uh, Dynamo team. If you don't understand that, like the uh, you know, the roster needs to be trimmed after a coach has a team for a whole season, then you're lying to yourself. You know, you're not understanding that there's a process. So I'm just looking forward, and I think Manny, something you mentioned too in our in our group chat was like, man, I'm looking forward to just the off season to see who's getting cut and see who we bring in because some of the people leaving have like some hefty um you know, salary. So what if we pick up some younger guys that don't take that much, you know? I mean, you don't know. I mean, there's so many rules and regulations yeah. in the MLS that not everybody understands, and they're always changing. So anyway. Next year will be more rules and more changes. That's the thing. Exactly. And uh, do we have any clubs next year coming in? Just uh, San Luis. San Luis. San Luis. That's what I was like, and then there's gonna be more teams, so you know another 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 team that's gonna fight you for the championship, basically. But mm-hmm. without any further ado, Christian, if you can tell the people how they can connect with us, man. Marizos, uh, before we do that, let me just say something real quick. I want to apologize to somebody that I called an idiot on Twitter. So they, if they're listening, they know who they are. You know, I I don't want to get into fights, but it is what it is. So may. The apologies are out there. Well, look at you being uh, the bigger man. I try. I try. Uh, but, yeah, and I'm going to try not to get into these little things anymore. So, But, you know, I just wanted to put it out there. Um, but, yeah, you can find us at Dynamo Theory on Instagram and Twitter. You can find Rudy at Rudy Segura 01. Rodrigo at Rodrigo Segura 3. Hopefully it's right. If not, then <laughs> oh, well. It's rebirth, but it's cool. No worries. They'll find okay. it. Rudy Segura 1 and then Rodrigo Segura 3. I even wrote it down. I wrote it down. And he <laughs> said it again backwards. Good job, dude. Wait, what do you mean? It's... You're 3? Yes. Oh, uh, so you're zero three. 3? Yes. You know what? I always think since you're the oldest, you're number 1. Yeah, I know. I am number I 1 know. in LeBron's heart. That's the given. <laughs> So you're zero three or just three? Uh, Man, three. You don't even know. Three, three. <laughs> zero, three, three. Zero. No, it's three. Rodrigo's zero one. <laughs> okay, well, we'll figure it out, guys. <laughs> uh, but yeah, one, you can find them at their name and then either zero one, zero three, one, or three. <laughs> and Manny's four, so. so. Yeah, I know. 
And I always tell you guys, don't put numbers after your name. Just leave it at Rudy Segura. Hey, some of them don't have like funky last name. Whoa! Funky. Oh, funky, funky. Okay, okay. That are are easier, you know, for like for you to be like talking about mm -hmm. funky last names. You can find me at Chris Putalias, P U T A L L A Z S and D, bro. And we've talked about this. You look at that word, and it doesn't sound like Putalias. (laughs) Like there's there's an I missing Putalias. (laughs) Like you have to go fast because if you if you say it too slow, then the I you can really see it. But if you go fast, Putalias, and you can't. You know, it's just it hides in there. There's a nice somewhere. And then Manny, which one's your your handle, Manny? It'll be Manny Vela 4. Manny Vela 4. Oh, you're Charlie Kendall too? You're one of the Kendall guys? <laughs> no, I don't know no. who's trying to get him. But yeah. we'll Charlie Kendall. <laughs> Carlos, Vela. Carlos Vela. Oh, yeah. Come on. He's, he's Manny Kendall. Uh, but yeah, Manny Vela 4. Uh, don't forget the links Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. I've been slacking. I was on paternity leave. So I haven't been doing mine, but the boys I've been taking care of business, uh, Dynamo Tuesdays, you know, everybody has been helping out with that, Manny, uh, Billy and, and the whole crew. But yeah, man, we have a bunch of stuff there, a lot of content and hopefully, you know, we'll keep bringing uh, more stuff and uh, yeah, just free for everybody. And you know what? We did all the closing. I completely forgot one thing. Just one thing. We don't have to get into it. Just a prediction oh. for Vancouver. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So at, at Vancouver. At Vancouver. I'm going to say we tie 1-1. 2-1 loss. 2-1 loss. Many over there taking pictures. What is it, Manny? No. Uh, no, what's your prediction? Uh, I'll say 2-0. Two zero. Two zero. Loss. Oof. Okay. It's going to be a rough weekend. Yeah, all right. Well, without... the Premier League is back, though. So <laughs> the Premier League is back, so we'll get we'll get more into it. And you know, we're not even worried about the dash. The dash are gonna make it to the first playoff. Yeah, you heard dash, it here bro. first. Man, make it to their first man, they have they have they have Pep Guardiola as their coach, man. At, at this go. point, Pep Guardiola Jr. And then <laughs> Dynamo does. They are kind of borderline. We don't know. There's only no. Six there, there's only six. Yeah, six game lanes, and most of them are at home. Yeah, so that's, that's, good. So that's that's and right now at the moment, okay. I hope I'm not jinxing it, but at the moment, Aviva they're undefeated. Aviva, there oh, you go. Shit, you heard lost. it here. They're gonna lose the next game. <laughs> 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 so Marcelo Palomino, if you're listening, we know yeah, who to blame. It was Manny. He gave y'all that jinx, but no, no, no. You know. <laughs> Rodrigo usually does the close up, but uh, you know, thank you, Dynamo fans. Thank you for listening. Make sure to follow, subscribe, and review our show on whichever podcast app you listen to us. And don't forget to hold it down and keep it forever orange. Hey, we got we got that one without a bark, and I'm gonna leave that there. Shout <laughs> <laughs> out to Astro. Yeah, shut up.